0: This episode of Experiences You Should Have is brought to you by Soul Blends, handcrafted in Oregon from botanicals to bottle, multiple healing balms, salves, and moisturizing products to bring life to your skin. Check out Soul Blends and use the code EYSH to receive 10% off your order.
1: Left on the beach, woke up on the beach, and just just me and my sleeping bag, and on the beach, and woke up and went, it's my birthday, I have three miles left, and I'm done, and I just woke up on the beach.
0: <laughs> Welcome to Experiences You Should Have, your how-to guide for amazing experiences. I'm your host, Gail Manasco. And today we are going on a hike through Florida. That is right. We are talking about the Florida Trail, Florida's through hike. Uh, many times people think about the PCT or the Appalachian Trail when it comes to through hiking, but there's some amazing through hikes out there, uh, like the Te Era Roa, the through hike. Through New Zealand, that we have an episode on. Go check it out. We also have an episode on the Appalachian Trail, and we'll have one uh, coming up soon on the PCT. However, I love getting on those off the beaten path, amazing experiences. And today I'll be talking with a friend, Aaron Frankie. Now, Aaron is just She's rad. Erin is just a rad woman. She's amazing. I met her um, in the skydiving community years, years ago. And she's a freelance marketing and event planning nerd in Orlando, Florida. She specializes in the skydiving industry. Uh, being location independent allows her to focus on travel and hiking first, and then fit in work projects in the spare time around those hobbies. So she's been long distance hiking for three years with about 3,600 miles on her feet so far with many more to come. Uh whatever you do, don't follow her on TikTok unless you have a hankering for Gen X cringe-worthy silliness. So you can find her on hiking Mickey. Uh but let's let's dive in and and hear about the incredible Florida Trail and hiking up Florida and then across Florida. It's very exciting I'm- to see your face. <laughs> yes. I just I haven't even understand. gotten to like express that. Like, it's just so. I know. We've been like the microphone working all of a sudden. I'm like, wait, how are you? How are hey, you, yeah, doing? <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's been forever. It's been like a decade. Yeah, literally. I think about a decade since yeah. I've seen you. So, yeah, um, I-, I moved to Oregon and kind of went underground here. You know, I right, mean, I'm, right. I'm literally underground right now. I'm in my basement, but, um, <laughs> 're we're, we're talking about the the Florida hike which Florida hike. I did not know this hike existed until I saw your social media post uh, what what year was
1: yeah. this that you did this I did this in 2019 2019 two so years ago and yeah it was it was one of those it was one of those hikes that, I had originally gotten into long distance hiking in order to do the Florida trail. That was like my goal since, you know, it's in my backyard pretty much. Um, but then timing, when I started in 2018, I did the Appalachian trail and timing just worked out that the Appalachian trail was a bit better fit for me uh-huh. for that year. Yeah. And then, so yeah, when I got to do the whole Florida Trail in 2019, that was awesome. That was like, okay, huge goal. Check. Done. Wow. So.
0: Man, look at you through hiker, Appalachian Trail, PCT, (laughs) Florida Trail. Yeah, you're a badass. I, but I was never,
1: I've never been like, thought of myself as badass hype. Oh, wait, like are a- you
0: kidding me? I met you in the <laughs> skydiving community yeah. and you didn't think of yourself as yeah. a badass? <laughs> I know, but I was always a lazy skydiver. I
1: didn't jump much. I was more of like a sit around and have a rum and coke and heckle people type of person. Yeah, so- and then you would
0: randomly hop on a plane and jump out of it. You're still qualifies <laughs> as a badass. You, you don't have to be the most decorated yeah. skydiver to be a badass so i'm just saying
1: and and then when i got into hiking and realized i really really loved it i was like oh look at me doing something badass this hey, is
0: kind of cool hey <laughs> what why no, is, this is cool so so the the florida hike i
1: mm-hmm. mean
0: how did you first learn about the florida hike
1: think youtube or something like that you know i was watching some videos about you know some little local hikes and then and then i learned about the the concept of through hiking you know where you do an entire trail end to end in one go basically Uh and uh once i was like oh that's that's a neat concept to you know just completely 100%, like live out in the woods, and there's no setting up camp. And this is where I'm going to stay for a few days while I'm camping. It's more okay. This is where I'm just sleeping tonight, and then I have to go to the next point, and then to the next point. You're constantly going in one direction. Mm -hmm. It's a it's a completely different mindset than normal camping or normal you know weekend or or several day hike. it's a, yeah, it's a different mindset. It's a different, different goals, different things you have to think about. And but yeah, when I got started and watching, you know, a couple of YouTube videos and some some popular um, YouTube hikers out there, uh, I just found it fascinating. I was just like, this this looks so so cool. I, you know, there's so much research and things to learn and. And there's just so much to it <laughs> that, but all fun stuff, you know, it's yeah. not like, oh, I have to go like do some crazy, uh, course or get trained or anything. Nah, just learn some tips and tricks on YouTube and then just hmm, figure it out as you go along. <laughs> <I> <laughs> <love> <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> it takes courage. That takes courage. It does. It is. It's a completely,
1: it's a mental game and yeah we were just talking saying that you know well, about out on the the pct the pacific crest trail uh you know i got to oregon and i hit a mental wall i couldn't go any farther i was like i need a break i need i need something like my my mental ability right now is just blah
0: uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. So. but that happened i think that happened for a reason you know, yeah. because you came and you helped a friend in need yeah. in the land. To,
1: yeah, and I had oodles of time on my hands after I stopped. <laughs> I had planned to be, you know, out there for a couple more months. And when I got back home and somebody needed help, I was like, well, I've got all the time in the world. Let's right. do it. <laughs> right. My schedule is locked and set aside, so <laughs> let's do it. I mean,
0: life's um, funny that way. Yeah. It it yeah. Is. So the Florida trail where where does it start and where does it end and how yeah. how long is it
1: so with with any trail you can start at one end or the other um, so but I started in at the south at the southern uh, terminus we call it um, and that starts down in the Everglades at uh, big Cypress uh, National Preserve mm-hmm it just starts at one of the little visitor centers that are in uh, Big Cypress. So you start in the Everglades, and you start walking north. You go all the way to the top, top, top of Florida. And when you get to the top of Florida, that's only the halfway point. Because then you have to go all the way west to pretty much the Alabama border and Pensacola. (laughs)
0: Wow. Okay, so I'm looking at the map. This will be on the show notes on experiencesyoushouldhave.com. oh wow. Because you would think when you make it to the top that you're—I made it the whole top to bottom of Florida. You're halfway. (laughs) Florida is a panhandle, and it's pretty long.
1: (laughs) Yep. Yep.
0: Yep. (laughs) So, what would you say is is the halfway point? What is that? It's it's.
1: Right around Lake City, Live Oak, okay. Kind of yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's literally at the top of Florida is the halfway
0: point. So let's give let's give our listeners uh just a comparison. Mm-hmm. How long would one budget to hike the Appalachian Trail or PCT versus how long did you budget to hike the Florida okay. Trail?
1: So um you know, Appalachian Trail is is probably one of the most famous ones. Um, same with the Pacific Crest Trail. But the Appalachian Trail is about 2,200 miles long. And the Florida Trail is 1,100 miles long. So Florida, the one state, is about half the length of the entire Appalachian Trail. Wow. Yeah, I it's, know. It's, it's, it's tough to wrap your brain around how huge florida is you know it's just really long and skinny mm-hmm. um so yeah the florida trail is a, about a little over 1100 miles long mm-hmm. and the appalachian trail is 2200 mm-hmm. um so most people say um appalachian trail takes five to six months and florida trail is about mm, two to three months
0: wow so we did an appalachian trail episode on experiences you should have with JMO. Mm-hmm. Jay Maletsky. Yeah. and yeah. that's when I learned about how insane the Appalachian Trail is is that you're going up straight up every single peak and going straight down and going straight up a peak and straight down Exactly and
1: and me and me and Jay we've had quite a few conversations because he had done the Appalachian Trail before I did. So it was you know fantastic to be able to uh, get some tips and tricks and hints from him and he warned me about a few things and you know gave me some gear recommendations so that was good uh yeah the appalachian trail is different in that a lot of straight up straight down straight up straight down it it, it takes a toll on your body with mm-hmm. the florida trail yeah there's no well, obviously no mountains no no elevation gain or anything like that but we have a lot of walking in water you know like yeah a lot of times you'll be ankle deep in swamp water um or you know we have a lot more road walking as well than the appalachian trail the appalachian trail has been around for a long time um and it's a very uh solidified trail you know it's it's got towns it's got businesses that popped up around it to take care of it um it's almost completely 100 percent you know, connected. In the woods, it's an actual trail. Mm -hmm. Whereas the Florida Trail is a lot newer. And so, yeah, a lot of it is through uh, national and state parks and actually in the woods and in the swamps and everything. But there are quite a few gaps where you have to take a road to get from one section to the next one. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, the... There's some easy things about Florida Trail. Uh, it, no elevation gain, <laughs> which is nice. Right. But the hard parts are, you know, walking through water, walking through mud, um, doing some road walks. Those are really hard on the feet and ankles. Um, so so it has its, its challenges. <laughs> oh, and logistics. Oh, man. Appalachian Trail, you know, you're going through towns and they know you're a hiker. Like, they're used to it. Florida Trail, you're passing through a gas station. and People are looking at you like, what are you doing out here, girl? <laughs> you can so, be the next Florida woman. <laughs> right? So logistics are way harder on the Florida Trail. Sometimes you're just like, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going.
0: <laughs> so take me to the the beginning of the trail Was anybody with you what was your mindset how are you um, feeling I start well I had
1: originally planned to start with a friend of mine and he could only join me for like a week and but you know he wanted to do a little week trip cool uh but then literally that morning he got emergency called into work and he's like okay, are you going to be all right? I'm like, I'm fine. I've done this before. I can, I'm like, I've spent months in the woods by myself before I'll be fine for a few days. Yeah. And so I started at the beginning by myself, which was great. It was a beautiful section. Um, but also the first couple, like the first 30 miles of the Florida trail are the hardest part of the Florida trail because of going through the the Everglades and it's a really long water carry. There's surprisingly not a lot of water. Um, And so it's about 30 miles from the start until you cross under I-75. And that's kind of like, we made it, type of thing. Uh,
0: Now is that Alligator Alley that you're passing over?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, where where I-75 goes uh, east and west across Florida. Right.
0: Alligator Alley. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I used to drive it all the time, uh, driving from Fort Myers over to West Palm to go jump or dive.
1: Yeah. And so, yeah, you have 30 miles of some of the the roughest and hardest trail there is. And you get to the end of that and you're exhausted and you're at an I-75 rest stop with like vending machines and (laughs) taking tables (laughs) stuff. They've got, like, those ice cream vending machines and everything like that. You're just like, this is wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's the most beautiful rest area I've ever seen in my
0: life. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a framed photo of this rest stop?
1: (laughs) (laughs) The vending machine
0: uh, on the wall. (laughs)
1: And then, uh, so that was a couple days and I, he was able to then meet up with me and he spent about a week, a week on the trail with me and, and that was nice. And then in the meantime, there was somebody else walking or hiking the trail at the same, same time that, you know, we are just like, ah, we're friends now because <laughs> we're going the same direction at the same speed. <laughs> so we're best friends now. <laughs> uh, right.
0: Yeah, totally. I mean, what an experience you're sharing.
1: Right. Exactly. We're in this together. You know, sometimes also it's, it's more efficient to share. Like if you're getting a hotel room once a week in town, it's easier to, and, and cheaper to share a room. Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes even just comparing notes and figuring out, okay, where's the nearest grocery store and how are we going to get there? And Mm -hmm. it's nice having another brain to, to bounce ideas off of. Right. So yeah, it's perfectly fine and perfectly normal to to hike 100% by yourself. But man, is it nice to have somebody else. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Also, somebody else that's in the same frame of mind and doing the same thing as you. Because like, if you take along a like a a buddy from home or a significant other, they might not be on the same page uh, or have the same goals as you. Or want to stick it out to the end or anything like that but Uh somebody who's already out there heck yeah (laughs) they're already you know they're they're committed
0: they're doing it yeah Yeah. you just have to find someone who kind of walks the same speed (laughs) so you were tromping through the everglades and swamps you're getting up to alligator alley are you are you passing by snakes alligators yeah (laughs) uh the nice thing is is uh we so uh, let me talk about time
1: frame um we typically hike or do a through hike uh starting around the beginning of january and most people like to finish up by the end of march Uh and this is for many many different reasons uh one you get out of hunting season there's a couple hunting seasons in the fall that you don't really want to mess with Mm -hmm. um also it's it's winter, so it's not stupidly hot. it's there's not as many mosquitoes, if any, right? So there's all these things. There's a really good reason we do a lot in the winter in Florida. Uh, but also, the alligators are boring in the wintertime. <laughs> they won't move for anything. <laughs> so yeah you just you see them all over the place but you just kind of you know give them a wide berth you walk around them and they barely blink at you
0: <laughs> okay so I've I've heard about all these pythons in mm-hmm. Everglades and crocodiles coming in did you see you know any pythons try to eat a crocodile no
1: uh a lot of little alligators they're kind of everywhere a couple big ones that you're just like whoa you're scary looking but i know you're you're asleep for the winter pretty much you're right. you're on hibernation just sit around in lounge mode basically uh snakes yeah decent number of little you know the boring kind uh a couple not-so-boring kind. Uh, <laughs> like <laughs> what? A, uh, uh, what was it? Like, uh, I'm horrible at knowing all the snake names. I really should know, but uh, I just know what they look like. Like, okay, this one's black. This one has black with a white stomach. This one's, with, and the, uh, what's the rhyme with, with the different stripes? Red touch is black, you're okay, Jack. Yellow touch, red touch is yellow, you're a fellow.
0: Yeah. It's something yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I got that one. That's, that's,
1: <laughs> but I didn't see any of those, the, the red and yellow, black striped ones. Uh, again, I'm absolutely horrible with, with names, but uh, the, yeah, the, the, the cotton mouth and some other bad ones. I saw a couple. Um, but Yeah. You just, you know know it's, it's, tap, it's like slap the water or slap the ground with your with your tracking pole and and try hopefully you scare them away and usually you do they don't they don't want to mess with anybody they right. just wanna they just want to do their thing they're not like ooh humans yum 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 no, right they're- <laughs> exactly
0: it's kind of like sharks you know they yeah, exactly. yeah yeah absolutely uh did you carry like any anti-venom with you or
1: no um just because it, that's, that's- one more thing. I think that's type around here that needs to be refrigerated and and they have, they have little snake bite kits, but that's just basically more of a a syringe type thing to suck it out. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you you know, you have a better chance. It doesn't get it all out, but you have a better chance. Um, Now I just, you know, careful, kept an eye out. And whenever I hike, I just try and make a lot of noise. So, if I'm making a lot of noise the whole time, you know, I'm going to scare off anything that, that I'm coming up to, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which, is, you know, that's great for, for no matter where you're hiking is um, just make a lot of noise,
0: you All know. Right. Okay. All right. Good. Good to know. To be from? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you made it to the rest stop. You mm-hmm. got your ice cream, you know, yeah. and then... Uh, <laughs> And then, then where'd you go?
1: Uh, and then it goes through the, um, Seminole tribe of Florida Indian reservation. So you go through that, uh, tribal reservation and we have to get a special permit, um, that's all through the Florida trail association. And then we fill out a form that's submitted to the tribe and they, you know, in order to get permission to walk over their land. And they're always super, super nice, super welcoming and everything. You know, they, they, they just want the paperwork for, you know, a waiver of liability type of thing. Mm-hmm, I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, they're always super, super nice and, and helpful as well. Um, and then we go through there and then we go through the um, the, the sugarcane fields and that is hot and dry. <laughs> And the sugar cane have tons of water, but because of agricultural runoff and some of the, you know, plant food that they use, we can't drink any of the water around there.
0: Oh, no. Right.
1: So it's a long stretch where we have to rely on water caches. So a lot of the um, the local people who help out with the Florida Trail, they will put, you know pile of gallon jugs of water at certain spots and on the Facebook group we have a big spreadsheet that lists where everything is where all those water caches are okay. and so it's kind of everybody's job to you know keep track of the spreadsheet so that they know if the water's running low and they have to refill so, like, if I come across a place and I, I take, you know, a half a gallon, I mark on the spreadsheet online that, you know, I took a half gallon and this is how much is left and, and all that. So, yeah, and that's, through the sugarcane fields, we have no choice but to completely rely on other people for water because there's just, there's just nothing that we could scoop up and filter around.
0: Could that yeah. change if they change their agricultural practices, if they used a different uh, fertilizer or an organic? Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I don't know
1: you know, all the science behind that. Sure. Uh, but even even if it's, water is still really scarce down there. Yeah. So it's literally the only water you see is right underneath the, um, the sugar cane. And mm-hmm. then the canals around there, all the all the water from the sugarcane fields all run into the canals. Mm-hmm. So all the same water pretty much. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we, we have a, a fantastic network of trail angels, we call them. Yeah. Uh, and they, they help us out. They take care of all the, the, the piles of water and, and it's great. And then uh, let's see, that's the sugarcane fields. And then we get up to Lake Okeechobee and we go around Lake Okeechobee. You can either go, um, you can either go east around the lake or west around the lake. Okay. And I went west around the lake because there was a bunch of construction on the eastern side that would have been really difficult to deal with. So pretty much everyone my year went west around the lake.
0: Okay. Yeah. What was
1: what was the lake like? Um, it, it, we we're walking up on the dikes around the uh, around the lake which is which is kind of neat in some spots because you know you get this great view of the lake and it's it's huge that's huge lake um but most of the time we can't see the lake we're just kind of walking through you know raised mat like a hill like oh. these guys. We're walking on top of the dikes and that's that's all we see is
0: <laughs> bummer would that change if you went the other way around the lake would you have a better view do you think uh, kind of but it's it's pretty similar you okay. know the
1: the dikes that are keeping out or uh, are keeping in the water are really far away from the lake itself cuz the the levels of the lake are really low
0: mm-hmm. so
1: it's just where the dike and probably the water level used to be is really far away from the actual you know lake and water
0: mm-hmm. so mm-hmm.
1: but yeah so and mm-hmm. then after get around lake Okeechobee, then it's into um, some of the Kissimmee Prairie areas, and then you can go either east or west around Orlando. And I went east around Orlando because it took me closer to friends and family, um, closer to, it'll pass by my house in the land. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was nice. Uh, and also if you go west around Orlando, it's a lot, there's a lot more roadblocks and east around Orlando has a lot more you know wooded areas and and pretty trail so and then you get a lot more of the Ocala National Forest if you go that direction as well so yeah and then into the Ocala National Forest and that place is amazing it's Absolutely
0: beautiful gorgeous. I yeah, love that National Forest
1: hiking through there
0: yep then we go from worrying about alligators to worrying about bears. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have bear spray on you or anything? No. Uh, the nice thing is, is in, in Florida we just have tiny. We have
1: small black bears. They're they're not that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not not out let's see like the continental divide trail where you have like grizzlies and and the big brown bears yeah you really should have bear spray out there mm-hmm. uh, but in florida our tiny black bears eh, not that big a deal
0: yeah cool <laughs> all right yeah so you made it to the but national really,
1: forest uh, did you see a bear i did not i did not see any bears out there i i thought like i heard one in a bush but it could have been you know it could have been something else who knows could have been a deer just rustling but
0: no i was probably a bear you you were right yeah (laughs) yeah narrow narrowly escaped with my life that's (laughs) right you ninja so after your your big escape from the bear then uh (laughs) (laughs)
1: then we get up into into north florida
0: the halfway point going across the panhandle the other half (laughs) this is insane this is insane listeners go look at this map and you're gonna be like whoa you you would think she made it yeah yeah anytime i try and describe the florida trail to people
1: like i use like my hand you know how like yeah
0: oh totally right i use my hand all the time Mm-hmm. Yeah, you
1: point on the hand where you live. Well, I do that with Florida too. And then I'm, so I try to describe, I'm like, okay, you, you walk all the way to the top. I and mean, then when you get to the top, you're only halfway because you have to go all, and that's <laughs> like, a, like a light bulb go off in their head, like, oh, yeah, oh, I forgot. Florida's right. wide,
0: <laughs> not Florida's just long. long, and it's huge. Yeah.
1: And so, yeah, once you get to that top part and you just, you make the big we call it the big left turn. <laughs> you get to the top of Florida and make a big left turn and then you're just heading west the whole time and uh getting just really pretty pretty forests, Appalachicola, uh yeah. walking along the Suwannee River. Um there's so many cool rivers up there. Uh and just yeah, the the hiking is 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 beautiful.
0: Uh, Some of my favorite oysters come from there, the Apalachicola oysters.
1: oysters. Yep, yep. We yeah. were in that uh, St. Marks area, and that's beautiful. Being able to 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 walk through the, the St. Marks, um, the seashore area, and the lighthouse, and and all that. Yeah, and then um, and then we get closer to uh, Eglin Air Force Base, and we actually hike straight through the top portion of Eglin Air Force Base. And that's pretty weird. Uh, We have to like fill out a form online like the day or two before we get there. And and yeah, you just kind of like, because there's certain parts of the actual base, like the base is huge. It takes up a lot of acres of just land. Um, it's not like there's buildings everywhere. It's just tons and tons of land and they can, people can go out there and get hunting permits and, and all that. Um, so we have to fill out online the day or two before, uh, just saying, hey, we're walking through, for hiking. This is my, you know, my name, my driver's license, all that kind of stuff. So they know we're there. Well, also so that we know which sections are closed that day because they're gonna be dropping bombs on it. <laughs> Whoa. You don't want to hike through, like, you know, live ordnance areas.
0: (laughs) So you nearly escape the alligators. You survived the bear encounter and then you almost got bombed. bombed.
1: (laughs) Thank you for making me sound interesting. Thank you. You're extremely interesting. so so yeah so we're walking through uh yeah the air force base and it is like i said it is just, just weird knowing that okay that area is closed i'm like but but i'm only like the next area over like it's just, like i hope they're, they're uh you know their their accuracy is right good. Like, how
0: long have you been doing this is this your first mm-hmm. time okay yeah it'll be fine yeah <laughs> No one's going to be walking over there.
1: <laughs> and there's all these signs like around saying, if you see uh, unexploded ordnance or whatever on the ground, do not touch it, but, but tie some sort of, you know, flag or ribbon to a tree so that off the trail, so that when we go and look for it, we know. I'm like, what? Oh, I'm not my- trying a piece of ribbon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Did you tie any ribbon? No, I don't see any. Okay, all right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I saw one, but it already had a ribbon. Okay, all right. Oh, hey, you already.
0: (laughs) So you narrowly escaped the bombs.
1: (laughs) After uh, after Eglin Air Force Base, then it's you know it's only about a a week, week, week and a half until the end. The end is so pretty because you're you go over the bridge to the outer islands of Pensacola beach Mm -hmm. and you're walking pretty much along the beach for like three or four days, depending on how long you want it to take. Most people, some people can do it in like two, two days and they're, they're done. And I'm like, but there's so many cool beach bars. Like let's just do like three miles today. (laughs) (laughs) Then we'll go go to Margaritaville (laughs) And then maybe we'll do seven miles tomorrow, and then we'll go to, I don't know, Captain Jack's TV Bar or whatever.
0: <laughs> that sounds like my
1: kind of hike I'm in. Right? But it's, right. it's a great celebration. You're like, oh my God, I've just spent like two months, two, three months hiking my butt off. I want a beach bar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Um, so that-
1: that was a fantastic way to end the trail was, you know,
0: on the beach with rum. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then you're going to be at this bar and be like, well, let me tell you how I got here. You know, let me tell that you the story. I walked here. You know, well, you know you, from the Everglades. From Miami? <laughs> How'd you get here? Walked. Okay. <laughs> yeah, do you have a designated driver? No, I'm still, you know, I'm walking. But I don't walk them. <laughs> I mean, I would have loved (laughs) to be at that bar and and meeting you. I mean. Oh, yeah. I mean, isn't that quintessential? There
1: were were some confused locals drinking there going, I'm sorry, what? You, 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 what? (laughs) You you walked Ralph far to get here?
0: (laughs) Like, 1,100 miles. I only have three left. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. That's, That's pretty fantastic. I mean. Now that's the way to end a through hike yeah and
1: and also so i ended the through hike on my birthday oh
0: sweet dude
1: it was pretty awesome and i so therefore the last couple days the last week of of hiking one yeah beach bars are great but two i was like no i gotta slow down because i want to i want to end right on my birthday yeah and so that was a a couple days leading up to it was a it was a fun little pre-birthday celebration. And then the night before, slept on the beach, woke up on the beach and just, just make me in my sleeping bag and on the beach and woke up and went, it's my birthday. I have three miles left and I'm done. And I just woke up on the beach. <laughs> cool. It was such, so cool. It was such an amazing, amazing moment of, you know, of just like all right, this is a perfect day. This is a perfect, perfect day. <laughs> okay, what birthday was it? Uh that was like uh, I was 2019. So I was
0: 38. 38. What a uh-huh. way to bring in 38 and and to be doing this before the pandemic. Well done on the on the planning right. side of things too. Yeah. Little did we know. <laughs> right? You know. <laughs> My goodness. So, uh, so you finished on your birthday and then, mm-hmm. then what do you do? how do you, uh, how do you celebrate?
1: Um, then one of the guys who was hiking like near me, his, his dad was going to be picking him up at the end. I'm like, sweet. I got a ride. Uh, <laughs> I don't have to call an Uber to Fort Pickens State Park gift shop. <laughs> right. Oh, side note: yes, the Florida Trail exits through the gift shop.
0: <laughs> that's hilarious. Now that that's that's quintessential Florida. I mean, oh, it's so it's so. That's Florida. so it's Florida. So.
1: Because yeah, the northern
0: terminus
1: of the trail is at Fort Pickens, and it's pretty much you know the farthest you can go on that that Pensacola Beach island, and so you end at the fort and then you turn turn around and go really yeah there's a gift shop here okay uh, <laughs> <laughs> so then like we go inside the gift shop because there's like a log book and everyone who finishes the trail signs mm-hmm. it and so that's kind of cool
0: yeah. uh, did you yeah, buy a yeah. shot glass a plate even a magnet what did i get
1: i forgot i think i yeah i think i got like a sticker or something like that
0: yeah, yeah
1: okay <laughs> good yeah. you got it myself just walked 1,100 miles to get there. Yeah. <laughs> so Coolest sticker you uh, own. The, the the other guy, his dad picked us up, and then we stayed at the little campground there that night. And then the next morning, he took me to. I just went to the enterprise rental car place and got a rental car, and drove back to Orlando. <laughs>
0: wow
1: that was it yeah I know it's kind of like oh, okay I'm done all right like Forrest Gump said, I'm tired I'm gonna go home now
0: <laughs> wow I mean what an experience I mean truly what an experience and something you did for you you know mm-hmm. this was not someone else who put that on you 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 right you did it uh You stepped into the unknown, the Florida unknown. You know,
1: this is there's there's
0: quite a bit of unknown out there. Most people don't know about the middle of Florida.
1: (laughs) It's uh, it's
0: interesting. (laughs) Uh uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Florida's a very interesting state. I mean, I lived there for seven years, and Mm -hmm. yeah, you meet all sorts of people in Florida. You know, some some people that'll be your best friends for life, and some people you're just like, hmm. Mm-hmm. um mm, mm-hmm. yeah i'm not so uh i'm just gonna keep on moving you know yeah
1: <laughs> and you know most people think of florida as like you know the beaches or or disney world right you know that's, right that's that's all people know about like if you don't if you're not from florida and you've never been there you just know beaches and disney world mm-hmm. and most people don't realize you know we have you know all these different national forests and national mm-hmm. parks and mm-hmm. And amazing, amazing wilderness. You don't picture big, huge forests when you think of Florida, and yeah. so it's it's neat. I enjoy you know talking to people about the Florida Trail, uh, telling them you know there are other things to do in Florida. You know, <laughs> oh, absolutely I- springs. Oh my God, we have so many springs. All the different natural springs are beautiful
0: uh yeah yeah the the, and the colors that you see there's florida just has some my just favorite variety of colors because i mean in the summertime you get the storms and the winter is not so stormy but but when you do get those dark clouds mixed in with that green in the forest it's just like this beautiful yeah. combination and then the colors coming up from the spring the the teals the blues it's just a delight for the eyes where i'm like forget the theme park go <laughs> pay the five dollar entrance fee for your car load and yeah. Yeah. Go-, I go even now
1: i go to Random little hikes nearby, and yeah, there's so many undiscovered little, yeah, maybe a two mile loop hike through through the palm tree scrub or or whatnot. There's there's just these little hikes all over. There's so many. Oh my gosh,
0: mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: one website that's amazing that I use is called Florida Hikes. Florida
0: Yeah,
1: and it is my favorite. The girl who runs the website, she also um, does a lot of work with the Florida Trail and keeping the information about the Florida Trail completely up to date and current. And she runs Florida hikes. And and wow, it's such a great resource in that whatever kind of hike, whatever you can search by map, you can search by, you know, how long you want to like hike or what kind of hiking. Amazing write-ups, and I use that website all the time just to find a little local hike. Mm-hmm. If I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I can love. Well, I'm gonna go out and do like four miles or a little two mile, or I just want to go sit on a bench and stare at the water, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So that's been it's been so great, but yeah, the because the Florida Trail is, you know, it's uh, if you want to through hike, it it's 1,100 miles long, um, but it's a series of about 1,500 miles of trail for just the Florida Trail, because it goes, you know, like I said, it goes the other way around Orlando and it goes the other way around Lake Okeechobee. We right. so add all those up and, and it's a bit more. Uh, but then there's a gazillion other trails in Florida that are also absolutely fantastic, besides just, just the main big one. Right, right.
0: logistics here so if someone is inspired by your story they want to hike the florida trail about how far in advance should they start planning getting permits uh i i guess how long did it take you from i'm going to do this before you did it
1: um well, for me, i had been wanting to do it for years. So, you know, I'd been had it in the back of my brain. And, and I had already done the uh, the Appalachian Trail the year before. So I had most of my gear, you know, ready to go. <laughs> there was just a few little changes that I needed to make for, you know, weather and and that kind of thing. But most people I say, if you have if you have the basic gear, the basic knowledge and everything like that, it doesn't take very long. You can do all your permits and everything in like two weeks beforehand. You don't need months and months and months of preparation. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, a lot of the permits that you have to do, you do them when you get there. You don't have to do them ahead of time, Okay, which is really nice. <laughs> yeah. So it's just... Pretty much, just you know, get your Florida Trail Association membership, um, and that, for the most part, covers your whole trip, your whole through hike, uh, and yeah, that's about it. Like, there's not too too much crazy planning, except for for gear. That's it. Gear is your is your biggest thing that you have to spend a, a bit of time researching, figuring out what works for you, what doesn't work you know, clothes, shoes. Um, yeah, that, that takes everyone a little while to figure out. And that's just research. I mean, there's no tried and true. You have to have this particular list of things. Mm
0: -hmm. It's it's
1: like, okay, well, what do you want? How do you like to hike? How do you like to camp? What makes you comfortable?
0: What, what are your favorite gear options to have in, in your bag? Um, for, for this, for this hike particularly?
1: yeah um let's see i like a, i like to stay as lightweight as possible i find uh you're gonna it's a lot easier to hike with no weight on your back than it is you know 50 pounds on your back mm-hmm. so the closer you can get to you know very very lightweight the better um but of course you know in order to be super lightweight you have to make sacrifices you know sometimes you're gonna be sacrificing comfort or luxury items mm-hmm. uh, you know you can't bring that you can't bring your copy of war and peace with you <laughs> you're gonna have to, yeah, you know, yeah. have to leave some of the things at home um also sometimes the, the the stuff that's durable and super ultra lightweight is really expensive and so you just have to make those compromises on, on what you like i like a super ultra light pack um but my tent, I like something a bit more comfortable. Um, so I have, you know, a, my tent is a, it's a bit heavier than other people's, but it's what I like. And it's set up exactly how I like it and, and everything. Um, yeah. Yeah. Same with my sleeping bag and my clothes. Those are, you know, I go a little heavier on those, but I go lightweight on a lot of other things.
0: Mm-hmm. So. So what about in the evening when you're by yourself, you're not hiking, what are you, What are you doing for fun? If, if no one's around, no, Sleeping. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, doing for fun. Um, I mean, no, <laughs> are you journaling or, I mean. I,
1: every, okay. I know a lot of people do journal and, and, or, you know, maybe they'll blog or. Or maybe they're filming some video and they edit like a a YouTube uh, episode later. Uh, And but then there's also a lot of us who have really, really good intentions, and we're like, "Yes, I'm gonna do this." And last year I was like, "I'm gonna learn Spanish while I'm hiking." You know, I've got 12 (laughs) hours a day of just listening and whatever. I'm gonna learn. Yeah, I didn't. Nothing. Nope. I didn't even. I didn't even start. So <laughs> and, but I you know I had a couple audiobooks and I had a couple like I had a, an MP3 player an old MP3 player yeah that um so that I wouldn't waste my phone battery sure like, so I so I had my audiobooks and and uh, you know music and and everything like that a bunch of podcasts I had a ton of podcasts I was going through those left and right and yeah. So you listen to them during the day and then you have your favorite either audiobook or podcast, you put that on and that helps you go to sleep. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> That's about it for me. I mean, sometimes you just sit around and stare at the dirt. I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> but really there's just either, either, there's so much to do with chores. Like, Oh, I think I'm going to go get water. I'm going to filter water and then I'm going to cook dinner and then you know get changed oh there's a hole in my tent that i have to sew up and and oh i really need to put some tape on that on that you know part of my pack it's or whatever right just always many chores and things to do that when you when you're finally done for the night you're just you're just you're exhausted and you just go right to sleep so The no. people who blog and 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 podcast and video interview, oh, more power
0: to them! But I I don't know how they find time. <laughs> uh uh-huh, uh-huh. what about the the water situation? So are are you bringing a Life Straw? Or are you bringing a water bottle with a filter, like a filter on it? Like, yeah. And the most the
1: most common and you know most people use is a Sawyer squeeze. So the Sawyer is a is a little tube thing that you screw onto the top of any, you know, like smart water bottle, any kind of, you know, bottle with that size, um, top Uh and you just screw it. You just fill up your smart water bottle with dirty water. You screw the Sawyer squeeze on the top, you squeeze it through into a clean bottle or you can drink right out of it. Okay. Uh, not very popular because it's not very efficient. It's difficult to use. Um, but there's a, there's a couple different brands out there that people like, but Sawyer is the most popular one Mm -hmm. and smart water bottles. (laughs) Like we've just gravitated towards that particular bottle because it's long and skinny and it fits nice in our packs. The plastic is, is, is squeezable enough that we can, you know, squeeze it to force the water through the filter, Mm -hmm. but it's not so squeezable that the, the, plastic like breaks and gets all crinkly or anything like that. So it's, I don't know what it is about hikers, but we, we have our water bottle
0: preferences. (laughs) Yeah. So so what are you using to make sure that you're staying on the trail? Do you have a compass, paper maps, an app? Yeah. The the
1: trail is, is pretty well marked with, you know, the paint uh, on the trees. They're called blazes and it's just like a little rectangle of paint on each of the trees. And yeah about every you know tenth of a mile you'll see one and you know you're then you're on the right track. But we also have an app for our phone called Gut hooks and Guthooks makes um, uh, an app for every all the trails. So Florida Trail, Appalachian Trail they all have gut hooks and it's a series of maps, elevation um, waypoints, you know, here's where water is, here's where a flat spot is to put your tent, here's where a trailhead is so you can get into town. All of that's listed. I mean, it's an insane amount of information. And then as you go along, people can write comments on each of them, which Mm -hmm. are especially helpful for water sources, because if the water source has gone dry, you know, part of the year, this, this water source is great, but the other half of the year, this water source doesn't exist. That's Mm -hmm. very helpful information to have. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you don't rely on, on water that's not there, uh, when you get there. So yeah, we have, uh, the gut hooks app and we have paper maps. Um, I usually will, will bring, um, a section or two at a time, uh, just in case everything else dies. At least I have a map and but yeah other than that nothing too nothing too crazy we don't have a compass but only because it's you know part of this little whistle thing huh, i have uh-huh,
0: uh-huh. <laughs> now what about charging your phone i mean if you're going through these big sections where you're not mm-hmm. seeing people yeah. how are, how how are you charging your phone do you have a solar charger um, you, our typical a typical
1: week is you know we go we go into town about once a week so when we go into town and uh we you know shower laundry um maybe stay at a hotel or hostel or, or a nicer campground um and then that's when you get all your charging done and but we have a uh, like a battery pack external battery pack mm-hmm. i use the anchor twenty thousand uh, milliamp hours and I found that the 20,000 works really well for, for that, that week goal. Mm-hmm. So if you're out for a week, I can get to about four to five full phone charges off of that battery. And, and that's plenty because most of the time I'm keeping my phone in airplane mode. Um, the the app that I was talking about um, on the phone, that run, that is uh, runs offline. So it's GPS based. And uh, so you don't need any cell phone signal Great. to that app, which is very, very, very helpful. Uh, so yeah, so you just use battery pack and then every single plug you find in town, you're, you're like, uh-huh, <laughs> oh, uh-huh. when I got to that, uh, that I-75 rest stop with the the vending machines and stuff, yeah, I, I was like, I really want to charge my battery. So I'm like looking behind the vending machines, looking for an empty plug, an empty outlet. Uh Found one, so I plug plug in my uh, plug in my external battery, and it's charging over there. And I'm over at the other vending machines, like just cleaning them out with of snacks and sodas. And and (laughs) anyway, I think it was charging there for like a half hour or something. I go and check on it to see how far along it's gone (gasps) somebody had stolen my battery pack while i was rummaging in the vending machine so luck i mean luckily the friend of mine who who i started that that morning of like he was coming back so i messaged him i think at like i don't know midnight going help okay i need you to go to walmart i need you to get i need you to buy me this exact battery pack (laughs) i need it and could you charge it for me as well okay see you in the morning bye (laughs) and again luckily luckily i was off of i-75 luckily he was meeting me the next day all all those things where i was just you know if i was gonna get My battery pack stolen. That was probably the best time for it to happen. Wow. But I was just like, come on. I'm on like day three or four. Oh, my my God. (laughs) (laughs) Wow.
0: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I just can't. I can't believe it. You know, you found your magical... Vending yeah. machine and your battery pack yeah. gets stolen oh. yeah,
1: exactly a day like three or four of the whole trip, and I was like, Yay, this is fun! Oh my god, this is gr-. oh man,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, I don't want to have to deal with getting a replacement. And I was just well, was pissed off.
0: <laughs> you're a good problem solver, you solve the problem, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, how many miles a day were you hiking? Uh, When you weren't at tiki bars. Right. (laughs) That was a different, yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, It depended on the terrain. You know, some places where, like up in the panhandle, where there was a lot of hurricane damage from the previous year, that was slow going. We were walking very, very slowly because we were just having to get over trees and under vines and it was a mess. Um, but some places, you know, down in the um, down south, uh, like the sugarcane fields and everything, we're trucking, you know, we're, we're making good miles. So, yeah, some days, you know, you're only going to do a 10 or 12 mile day and that's going to wipe you out. And some days you're doing 25 to 30 and no problem. Wow. And then also, you know. You get conditioned as well. So towards the end of the hike, I was doing a lot more miles than I did, did towards the beginning because mm-hmm. of, you know, just being used to it. Your body, your muscles are developing, um, everything.
0: Yeah. So. so how much money did you have to budget to do this?
1: Um, for pretty much any through hike, most people say a good rule of thumb is about a thousand a month. And that's, that's doesn't include the gear you bought beforehand. Sure. This is, you know, groceries, um, hostels, hotels. Um, maybe you need Ubers or taxi or, or, or replacing gear, but a good rule of thumb is about a thousand a month. And, and I would say, yeah, that's a, that's a good rule of thumb to stick to. You can do it for much less. You can do it for anywhere from like five to 700 a month, but it's tough, especially if you get into those situations of like, I need I need food. Right. Uh, the nearest town is, you know, 20 miles down this highway. So, okay, I have to, you know, figure out how to get there. So sometimes it's easier just to call an Uber right. <laughs> than to spend valuable time or energy or, you know, you don't want to walk what we call empty miles. Empty miles are ones that aren't on the trail. Mm-hmm. Uh, empty galleries, they don't count. Uh, so you don't want to be spending all that ed- extra energy mm-hmm. in, in town. So you're just like, you know what? Let me see if there's Uber in this area. If not, let's see if I can find a shuttle service or or something like that. So those type of expenses come up. And you don't want to be super high and dry, uh-huh. and that's that. That's not exactly a good place to be running out of money
0: mm-hmm. on the trail. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, good good rule of thumb is about a thousand a month. Yeah. So, how did you prepare um, physical wise for this hike? You know, where you, did you have uh, an exercise plan? what what did you do to prepare physically? And then also what did you do to prepare mentally for this hike?
1: Yeah. Um, so physically I don't, I didn't really prepare too, too much. Um, mostly because I wasn't gung ho about doing 20 mile, 20 or 30 miles every single day. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't going for any records or, or even needing to go that fast. You know, I'm like, okay, if I do 10, 15 average, I'm fine with that. So therefore I didn't need to super duper physically prepare. Um, the best way to prepare for walking 1100 miles is to go and walk 1100 miles. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And, uh, yeah. So if, if you're not in a super hurry, like if, you know, I started January 8th and I finished March 28th, which ended up being um, 80 days. But I had a big, a uh, lot of gap in the middle when I was in Orlando. I had a friend from New Zealand visiting that, you know, I took a couple days off the trail. But so that's all included in that 80 days. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so if you're not in that kind of a hurry, like if you're okay with, you know, walking the whole thing in 80, 90 days. And then don't worry too, too much about, you know, preparing physically. Um, just take it slow to begin with and yeah, your your legs will get there. Your right. legs will you know, a, little, a little, what's the word I'm looking for? Beef up, get conditioned. I don't know. <laughs> um, we call it, we just call them trail legs. When, when my trail legs kick in and it right. is a, it's a light switch. All of a sudden, one day you, you realize that you're not having any issues with just walking as far as you need to that day. Mm -hmm. Trail legs have kicked in. Um, But As far as mentally, yeah, mentally is, I think as long as you, you know, you're prepared, you have a lot of good information stored away in your brain, um, you know, having enough money also helps mentally because you're not worrying and stressed about that. You've Mm -hmm. already, you know, have a budget. You're going to stick to the budget. Um, You know, you have it saved up. You have some for emergencies, and um, you know that all that contributes to good to a good mentality. Because then there's there's nothing to worry about other than the task at hand. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, but mentally, just you figure you figure it out what works for you. You know, Mm -hmm. some people like the and hike without music some people have to have music non-stop or else they go insane um so people go a little crazy if they don't see other hikers or other people for a while that will you know that'll drive anybody bonkers being mm-hmm. completely 100 percent alone for you know a month or two mm-hmm. and i mean we've learned that in, during covid <laughs> right
0: right <laughs> you know yeah.
1: People being isolated are, are 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 getting a little screwy. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but at least with at least with COVID, we have you know technology to reach out to other people in the outside world. Um, there's the there's a, quite a bit of the Florida Trail that has zero cell phone signal, mm-hmm. and so just it's, it's just you and the squirrels, <laughs> right.
0: Now, I know on the Appalachian Trail, you know, many people will ship packages to themselves at different post offices. Were, were you doing the same on the Florida Trail?
1: Um, I, I did not on the Florida Trail. But then again, I also didn't really on the Appalachian Trail or the Pacific Crest Trail. Okay. All right. It's just, it's just not my thing, mostly because I'm, my, what I want to eat is very based on my mood. Like I get cravings like crazy. So if I'm getting to a town and I go to the post office and pick up my box, I'm going to look inside and be like, well, this is what I wanted to eat two months ago. (laughs) But now I hate it with a passion. I cannot eat one more tortilla or I I don't know, please no beef jerky. Oh my God. Like all those things. And so I personally enjoy going through a town, going into the grocery store and going, okay, What am I hungry for now? What's something new and creative I can do to get me excited and, you know, about food and and all that.
0: What are some of your favorite meals that you had on the trail?
1: Oh, um, okay. So I make ramen, just normal, you know, the package, cheapy ramen. Yeah, Yeah, And then with all the extra water in the ramen, so instead of making a soup, I put stovetop stuffing in and the stovetop stuffing soaks up the ramen water.
0: Oh, ho, ho. oh it's
1: amazing. It's oh, so ho, ho. And, then I take, and then I take a spam single and squish it up and put that in there. So ramen, stovetop and spam in a cup.
0: <laughs> you know, I have read a lot of recipes out there. I have a cookbook <laughs> problem and I I have not come across this one. Yeah. Now, if you want good recipes, if you want creativity,
1: thinking outside the box, and how to live off of dollar store and gas, I've shopped, I have resupplied for an entire week, breakfast, lunch, and dinner out of a gas station.
0: Wow. (laughs) Yeah, You get
1: some creativity skills out here. Like, you have to be... 100% all the time thinking outside the box. Like, okay, what can I do with this? I can, okay, if I take some of this peanut butter over here and some of that over there, mix it together. Yeah, you you get creative. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. What was the worst meal that you had?
1: Uh, I would say anything in the first two weeks. For some reason, the first two weeks, I can't stomach food. Your body just starts, I don't know, protesting and... And yeah, the first two weeks, I can't eat everything tastes horrible. I hate life, everything. So once you get but once you get past that, then it's like, I love everything. I love food, everything. I must eat all the food. (laughs) I once walked into I once walked into this town and I went to a sports bar, right. And I was like, oh, my gosh, yes, actual food. I'm going to have a little rum and Coke. And I'm going to sit here and look and watch TV. I haven't seen a TV in weeks. Yeah. Um, and so I order um, like a basket of mozzarella sticks. And I eat all that. And then my, my plate of burger and fries come out. And I eat all that. And then I was like, man, those mozzarella sticks were good. I'll take another basket. So I got another basket of mozzarella sticks. And I ate all that. And then I was still hungry. And so I got a big plate of loaded nachos, finished all that. And then uh, <laughs> and then I probably still, I kind of wanted more mozzarella sticks to tell you the truth. But the, la- <laughs> but the lady behind the bar was just like, her eyes were, she, she was just looking at me like, what the heck? I'm like yeah, I'll, I'll take my check. I'll go. <laughs> yeah there's there's a thing called hiker hunger and it is no joke it is so severe once that kicks in you there's no possible way to eat enough you know Mm -hmm. we're we're burning so many calories that typically we're gonna try and eat anywhere between four and eight thousand calories a day depending on wait what yeah yeah no
0: yeah. How, I mean, how do you even bring enough food with you to eat that? That's when it starts getting hard. Yeah. At the like I said, the
1: first couple of weeks when you aren't hungry, you know, you're, you're dropping weight, like it's falling off. Um, I, before my PCT hike, I purposely, Gained 15 pounds ahead of time just so that I would have something to lose those first few weeks.
0: Well, that's fantastic. I mean, yeah, yeah,
1: it was great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm there with a big large Domino's pizza. My mom's like, What are you doing? I'm like, I'm training, I'm preparing. <laughs> 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 but yeah, the first couple of weeks, all of that weight just like falls off. It just you cannot like think of food. It's yeah and so but after the that initial couple weeks then the hiker hunger kicks in and it's really difficult to to get enough food you just keep Mm -hmm. eating and eating and eating we destroy chinese buffets oh my god yeah they hate us oh Oh,
0: (laughs) they're like oh no we're close. (laughs) Which was turn the sign around. The hikers are coming. I I know the sign says all you can
1: eat, but you're limited to three trips and then you gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so, what's my favorite food and what's my least favorite food depends on on the day. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. I've, I've done it before where I've walked into a gas station and been like, do you have any bananas? Bana- I just, I just want one. I need a banana. I'm sorry. Oh my God. I'm craving bananas. <laughs> oh, and of my course. Gosh. You're like, that's, that's your body telling you like, oh, you're low on potassium, dear.
0: Right. <laughs> right. Right. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I, I know we've been talking for a while. Just curious. What would you say are your top tips? for people thinking about doing the Florida hike?
1: Um, definitely join the, the Facebook groups. They're amazing people there with lots of great information. Um, all of them are so helpful, you know, they will drive hours and hours out of their way just to like pick you up and help you out. So definitely join the, the Facebook groups. Uh, because they're they're the most amazing family of people I've ever mm-hmm. met. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Gut hooks, the app on your phone. Oh, my gosh. I think it's like $30, which is crazy for an app. You know, we're not used to paying that
0: much. Right. No. Yeah. <laughs> right. But You're like, oh, it costs app- more than a dollar. Oh, my right. goodness. Dollar. <laughs> right. So people see it and they go,
1: $30 for an app? And then two days after using it, they're like, I would pay five times that much. Oh my gosh, here just take all of my money. It's the most amazing thing. And yeah. I would never even consider doing a long distance trail without
0: using mm-hmm. gut hooks.
1: Mm-hmm. It's invaluable.
0: Yeah. And yeah. and just curious too, on on the trail, are there any accessible sections? Maybe if someone's in a wheelchair and they want to do part of the hike?
1: Um I'm trying to think. Um, I mean there's quite a few trailheads that you know you can go in with ramps um, out onto, especially docks if it's near like lakes and stuff like that. Um, off the top of my head, you're not gonna get very far on the trail itself, but the areas around the trailheads, the, the the scenic areas, the pretty areas, yeah, those are going to be nice and easy and they have um, accessible areas.
0: Okay. Um, all right.
1: the trail itself not as much um but that would be great to look up on floridahikes.com because yeah. she does list all that information um so it might not be the florida trail but it might be another little local hike that would be that
0: would work well yeah yeah fantastic my gosh this has just been wonderful i i feel like i was on the hike with you at uh, different <laughs> sections i could i could almost taste your rum at the tiki bar (laughs) (laughs) right
1: that was
0: glorious
1: uh yeah i love talking about the florida trail because i you know not many people know about it uh they know the big ones the appalachian trail and all that uh but they don't know about the one that's right here in, in in central florida and 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 also, not just the Florida Trail, but also Florida hiking and Florida outdoor activities. I love talking to people and educating them on, on you know, what you can do right here in your backyard. So it's it's beautiful. I love it. I love it so much.
0: <laughs> Anytime I hear about people going to Orlando, I'm like, skip Disney. Don't go.
1: <laughs> and I think it's a huge disney fan i love disney okay but all right. i still come on, there's other things to do people come on disney. yeah you can do go other to blue things.
0: springs go rent a kayak right. like go oh. so much kayaking it's <laughs> so pretty it's so pretty yeah. i yeah i love florida wilderness it's yeah it's a it's a happy place it's, it's so fun place.
1: gorgeous here yeah you can you can you can stay away from the beaches in Disney if you want and you still
0: have plenty to do absolutely absolutely oh uh, well thank you so much for for coming uh, sharing your story and I'm and we we're gonna me have for having me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm absolutely. Seeing you after a decade right? <laughs> I know I know it just life's funny that way huh but uh hey yeah. <laughs> hop on over come over to Oregon say what's up um uh, oh, I'm in Bend Oregon and we got plenty to do here mountains and rivers etc <laughs> but just just really just really love seeing seeing you and hearing your voice and hearing your story wow. and hearing your passion and it just ignites so much love in yeah. in my heart and just thank you for sharing
1: yeah yeah
0: when you when you reached out and was like do you have any
1: adventure you want to talk about i'm like yep (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. no problem i could talk about the florida trail all day (laughs) i love it i love it
0: Thank you so much for listening to Experiences You Should Have podcast. We have many other hiking episodes out there like Hiking the Appalachian Trail, Hiking the Tay Araroa, PCT will be coming out soon. Uh, So just be watching for for new episodes. Um, We've also got an episode of uh, Hiking to Havasupai Falls um, and, and more. So definitely check out the podcast go back in time we've got some great content out for you and if you haven't subscribed to the podcast please click that subscribe button and if you are listening on an apple iphone on that purple podcast app if you could kindly click on that and click five stars and please leave a note about what you love about this podcast also, this is an indie podcast. So please tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell somebody about this podcast. Hit subscribe and and get them going so they can plan their next adventure. I know we've been in some weird years, but I'm I'm thinking travel's coming back. Uh, I at least I hope that travel is coming back and and you know what? If it's not, then then you can at least go get out in the woods and do a through hike and not see people for a bit too. Um, so definitely go back, check out the podcast. There's full show notes on this episode on experiencesyoushouldhave.com. Click on episodes. You'll find the episode right there. Um, and I just hope this keeps on inspiring you to to plan to, to go big to try something out. And maybe it's a through hike for three months, or maybe it's a through hike for six months, or maybe uh, plan that amazing dive trip that you've always wanted to do. You know, what life has taught me is to not wait until retirement to go an adventure. It's really important to take a little time throughout life and, and go do something really fun or something you've always wanted to do and to challenge yourself because it will build you up as a person. It will make you a better worker. You'll learn how to problem solve, uh, work it out, figure it out, That. it, And those skills you can apply anywhere in life. Uh, So thank you, experience seekers, for listening to the podcast. And until our next adventure.